Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your faves. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. You are now listening to The Reality Is. The, the reality is. No, I, I'm glad to. It's for minorities, but white people don't be scared. Asians, Hispanics, you want to come on the show, hit us up. I'll talk to anybody about everything. This is like these niggas is out here fucking these girls and putting it on porn up. At 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday with a hard on, she gets up and she turns oh on the church and turns the thing on. I was thinking, I'm going to get some head or something start to think. Oh, niggas are straight out here raw digging and choking on fuckers. <laughs> if God has his hand on you, why you sitting there? Uh, that was pretty good, man. It just kind of came you out. You can't be squeamish when giving head. I mean, you got a dick in your mouth. Like, how much more gutter can you be? Like, pussy like, the big deal, nigga. Yeah. Period. Point blank. Just what it is. The reality is. Have you ever cheated on somebody? No. I have. We know. Oh, I never wanted to cheat on anybody. Shit happens, right? I never did. <laughs> so, if we have a little bit more, you know, people who have a little bit more, then we have a little bit of time to get people who have a little bit less. Yeah. We get equalized the situation, and one day, you know, regardless of what the government does, we will have systems in place to take care of ourselves. You are now This is Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where a Filter Becomes Extinct. Today's show is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio, your voice, your independence, your platform. So join us as we work to build a listener and podcaster-centric podcast ecosystem by going to www.blogtalkradio.com. This episode is also brought to you by Take Action Apparel and Gear, the brainchild of actor Gabriel Silva. To stand up against bullying through fashion and accessories that let you be you. So visit www.takeactiongear.com and purchase something to support the cause. Round of applause. Exactly. So on today's <laughs> podcast, I have uh, Artesia Swindle. I'm back. So, you know, the last couple of weeks we've been in the studio. Uh, we interviewed Justin Martin. Uh, we definitely uh, interviewed the homie Stephen Cofield. So the podcast has just been, it, it, I mean, you know, the year started off right. But we wanted to try to get back to some of the things that we still did last year where me and Artesia come on the podcast. We chop it up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, let you guys know what's going on in our lives, what's been going on in our personal lives, what's been going on with work and the events that are coming up. So uh, here we are today. So how you feeling, man? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I see you got the tea with, you know, the spiked tea. Yes. Um, you got your vape. Yes. You know, so I think fun. I'm going to need all these things today. So it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. It's not that it's bad. Just... Now, the news that we're going to tell you is going to be surprising for a lot of people. Yeah. It's going to be very surprising. Um, it's something we've been wanting to talk to you guys about for a long time. It's funny because you do feel like the listeners are family mm-hmm. because there's so many people that we've met through, you mm-hmm. know, the podcast platform. So, I, you know, and, and before we even get started, I got it like as a set, like number six bullet point on the list. But we want to knock this out, man. I want to give a big shout out um, to Black Detour. Um, dot com the website yes 
Um, they sent an email the other day. They did. And basically, you could, well, I'll I'll let you tell them. Yeah, I was getting ready to. I didn't know exactly where you were going. No, you got it. But um, I got an alert on my phone that the podcast had been featured on the website. Basically, they compiled a list of, I think it was 11 podcasts Mm -hmm. that you should be listening to in 2018. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, was included in the list. We were number seven. On the list. I'm not sure if they did it in any particular order it don't even matter but I'm the fact glad. that we made the list yeah was awesome i think i called you as soon as i got the alert you yeah, saw yeah. it too yeah i went in i read it and they had some great things to say about the podcast so it was awesome yeah and it was crazy because when um when i got it i looked at it and i was like you know it's funny because i, t- I tell people all the time on the podcast i'm like i'm always talking about leaving the podcast or stop podcast, you know, mm-hmm. because it's getting oversaturated. It's a lot of crappy podcasts out there not trying to talk about. That should be all the more reason for you not to leave, though. Yeah, but I know. We've had that conversation yeah, before. Yeah, but I just have to duck my head in the sand and so I can stop seeing so much bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying my podcast is the best podcast out there, but I, th- I do think it has substance. Yeah, um, it's definitely I set apart. Exactly. So I, I try to be different and try to be myself. <clears throat> and I'm totally myself. biased, by the way. Yeah. So, but no, it was dope. Um, it was dope to to, to read the write up. I don't have the write up with me. Um, yeah, I don't have it in front of me. I just know that, and I think that's the reason why I called you because I know you saw because we both had the alerts on our phone. So I know you saw the email, but I called you and I was like, "Did you read what they said?" And I think the difference here was it always feels way better when somebody chooses you. Not when you go after them and say, hey, can you feature the podcast? Or, hey, can you do this write-up for us? Because we're trying to get more exposure. But totally random, out of the blue, somebody decided to include you in this list. So I was while you were talking, I found it. So it says, the reality is podcast. Only thing they did wrong was they put T-H-E. Which a lot of people do, so yeah. not a problem. But uh, if you're listening to the podcast and you're looking for it and you're tuning in, of course, you already know it's T-H-A. But um, the article said, the reality is podcast hosted by Anthony, Anthony Roberts, who is one name, of the right, most babe. unfiltered podcast personalities out there. Anthony is one of the only hosts you can find who is 100% honest with his audience. Rather, he's talking about his relationship, his friendships, his family, or social issues. Mm-hmm. He utilizes his outside-the-box point of view of life to engage his listeners with social commentary with a comedic undertone. And that's awesome. That's very, very true. And it goes great in line with what we have to talk about today. Yeah. It almost makes me want to take this and use it as a mission statement for for the podcast (laughs) in 2018. So it's crazy, man. But I mean, it's been a crazy couple of, you know, last couple of weeks. Um, I have been sipping on some uh, maker's mark. So if my speech sounds a little slurred, don't tell me you didn't got, uh, what is it? Yeah, inebriated <laughs> Not inebriated But Faded What is it drunk. When you get drunk easy You're lightweight Don't no, tell lightweight. me you've become a lightweight No 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 I'm not a lightweight But uh As yeah. I search for words Exactly So <laughs> I'll add drinking the same concoction That I'm drinking Yeah but mine is a little bit heavier than yours Yeah it probably is Yeah I got I, the big cup Yeah you did <laughs> And it's like We're gonna need more wine <laughs> <laughs> But it's crazy man So so the last couple of weeks have been tough man um, We didn't do a podcast last week uh, my mentor passed away. I think I told you guys about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the hardest thing about it was, you know, we were expecting to be back in Texarkana this week going to the funeral. Yeah. Um, if it was going to be a funeral. But I found out that it's not going to be a funeral. He's being cremated. 
So um, the, his family is just going to spread his ashes, um, you know, out on the lake that he wanted. Mm-hmm. I, I think. In I mean, Arkansas. and that's a beautiful way to exactly. remember him intimately. Exactly. Yeah. But I think for the people at large, but and it goes back to for the people at large, it seems like it's no closure. But in situations like these, you always have to do what's best for you. Yeah, and from and that's what it was for me. It was like, well, where's the closure? Mm-hmm. You know, I just heard about him getting shot, and he ain't coming back. Yeah. So now what? And like I was telling you the other day, it was like we were trying to get his stuff together for his podcast mm-hmm. and you know it's just crazy so for me it's just been a really it's been an emotional roller coaster i know for any of my friends who are listening i apologize you know i think i've told some of you guys i apologize you know because i haven't been wanting to hang out with anybody mm-hmm. or anything like that so it's like you know fuck i just needed some time to myself to kind of like i say it's like for me it was like losing a father yeah you know what and i'm saying you have to grieve and and yeah so it's like i just kind of stayed to myself and i've been trying to process um, these emotions about how I feel, what I'm thinking about, where do I go now? Mm-hmm. Because I don't have that older, you know, figure, father figure, yeah. you know, anymore to go to. So that's been crazy. Then my cousin, man, shout out to Jaquel Betts. I'm, I'm glad she's doing well and back on her feet. Um, but she suffered a double aneurysm on mm-hmm. last week. It was all of a sudden while they were watching the game over, at, you know, all together at the family's house. And, you know, she had a double I'm just glad that it, you know, it's an unfortunate situation, but with you saying it happened while she was around family, at least somebody Somebody was was immediately immediately, there and able to get her the help that she needed. Yeah, so it's just crazy, man. A lot of people, I posted on Instagram the other day, and I was talking about how, what all has happened as far as my mentor dying, the DJ DJ. dying, um, the death of my mentor, uh, my cousin's aneurysm. What else was it? It was something else. Your mom had a car wreck? My mom had a car wreck, Was it the day before New Year's? Yeah, so it's like just a whole bunch of crap has been happening in 2018 to get it kicked off, I guess. You know, it's if, like when if you, you build believe, that good momentum, it's yeah. like stuff comes back. And it's yeah. like if you believe in the devil and shit, it's like, okay, maybe the devil is busy, as black people say. The devil stay busy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, <laughs> all right, it, it, you know, it is what it is. You don't so, take no days off. Not at all. So Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, they, yes. they, they found the name that they wanted to yes. use for their daughter. I thought he was having another son. So. You set I me text, straight on that. Yeah, I texted you yesterday. I was like, Chicago West. I yeah. love that name. It's so dope. Yeah, I, I like Chicago West. I mean, it's a name that, because names define us from birth. Exactly. You know, so it's like to be able to have a name that's already unique, it's different. You know about that. And I that, think that's what name. it is. I yeah. think you have to have a unique name in order to appreciate it. I, I hear a lot of people complaining like, why would they name their kids Chicago West? But they have basic ass names. Yeah. So they don't get it. Yeah, because that's what I told one of my homegirl because she was like, no, nah, I don't like that. And, and shout out to my homegirl, Rachel. But it was like, I was like, Anthony, my name is Anthony. Your name is Rachel. We have the most basic white ass fucking names. Yeah. Names that our parents gave us because their mental psychology we don't understand it, but subconsciously, some of us still have slave mentalities, and we don't really think outside the box on certain things mm-hmm. like we should because we have been trained and programmed to be a certain way. So to be named Anthony, to have the last name Roberts, even when I say Anthony Roberts, that's probably why I can get in into any interview room. Yeah, you know. But then they see me, and it's like I'm wearing my blackness. And I get in because people are intrigued by my by my name. Yeah, people want to know how to pronounce it, or they're like, "Where did you get that name from? What does it mean?" Yeah. You know? So I like. I take pride in my name, and that's why I want to make sure people are pronouncing it correctly when When they they get it wrong. I've been called Anastasia, Artesia. And it's crazy that they And I hate that Artesia. Yeah, because Anastasia got like 10 letters Uh, in it. Yeah, like where do you get that from? It's Artesia. Nah, that's long. But yeah, Chicago, I mean, the name, it has strength. You know, Mm -hmm. Chicago is a a strong city known to be somewhat of a blue-collar city. A city Uh, I fell in love with. Yes, a lot of people have said that. And (laughs) the name Chicago is derived from local Indians. It's an Indian word um, that's derived from Chicagoa, I think. Look at you doing um, your research. A garlic plant. 
which was a wild onion that was you, you know, for Indians in the, you know, back in those days. So it's just it's so Come many things. You're so crazy. Then the nickname, you know, you can have the nickname, shy. the shy. Hey, shy. That's that's what I'm that saying. Is that amazing. shit is amazing. I love it, and it represents where he came from. Yeah. So much of who he is. Who he is. Yeah. So I think it's a perfect name. I think we might. It's, it's I, a sexy name. I wonder if if Kanye is headed back in a certain direction. I hope he's coming based back on home. his name. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he is. Um, to the kids who's out here eating um, Tide Pods. Oh, my God. I, I I really, I think we're doing crazy shit. Kids are doing a lot of crazy shit these days. For attention. But but the thing about the Tide Pod thing is, it, before I started judging them, I was like, what have I fucking done? Yeah, we did shit, Stupid but shit. it wasn't like. Nigga, I used to, I mean, I used to collect all kind of wild, crazy animals. I done told y'all on the podcast. Yeah, I done had really pet baby gators and that. ducks and chickens and birds. I can just frogs. imagine your little peanut head ass <laughs> bringing all this shit home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like I've done some shit. Like I used to smoke, like I think the first time I smoked a cigarette, I was like nine years old. Because when we used to walk to school, it was a you creek. You said a whole miscreant childhood. Yeah, it was like this creek over off of Walnut Street, which is the area in which we lived in Holland Park and when we was over there like it was a creek and we instead of going to school we would walk down into the creek and it's so crazy because as kids you do the craziest fucking shit yeah I wouldn't dare walk in that creek right now but as a kid you're but as fearless a kid, yeah you're fearless and it's yeah. like I wish I had that that fearlessness mm-hmm. that you have as a kid to do things I think we would do more mm-hmm. you know but it's that's so crazy that's why it's important when you're raising your child not to instill so much fear yeah. in them yeah. to let them know that it's okay to, you to know, challenge try different things, things. And push the, the boundaries yeah. yeah but that Tide Pod Challenge man I really do hope these kids get the, the, the clue um, I think the companies are coming out with something um, to prevent this like yeah. if they're posting videos Several on campaigns. Facebook yeah they're blocking it they're shutting it down mm-hmm. you can face some jail time or a penalty or something like that if you post these videos so it's good that they stepping out. I mean, it's unfortunate. I know, you know, some people was talking about how it's only white people that's doing it that you see doing the videos. And some of my white friends on Facebook got mad. And, you know, I mean, they got mad because we were like, oh, it's white people. And then somebody wanted to say, oh, it's black people to do this. It's white people. It's black, white, yeah. Asian. Everybody does something stupid. Yeah. Just stand in the spotlight when it's on your ass. Exactly. We got to stand in that we spotlight as black people at all fucking times. So, Top Pod Challenge, motherfucking kids, chill out, man. If y'all got kids, even if you black, though, because black kids be on doing some crazy shit, too. Yeah. So, I do. y'all need to come. I mean, that shit look like candy, but that shit ain't candy, my nigga. <laughs> it is not candy. Not at all. So, uh, did you see the uh, the shit with Monique posted on Netflix? Oh, my God. I saw that, and I laughed my ass off. You got to read the comments, though. I, I'll talk <laughs> about that another time, because I, I didn't even go deep Because when I heard that. it, she was basically, well, she compared herself to, because she was saying, oh, it's gender and race bias. Yeah. And she was saying that they paid Dave Chappelle, for instance, $20 million for his yeah. comedy special. But when you think about, when I think about comedy and who I would prefer to see, yeah, I would prefer to see a Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. And that's not, you know, a knock against Monique but they're just in two different lines. She hasn't done anything since Queens of Comedy. Exactly so they offer her $500,000 and she wants everybody to boycott Netflix I mean I've already boycotted my cable company so if I boycott Netflix then what the hell am I going to be doing? Have you seen the comments though? Yeah I read the comments that's why I said I laughed my ass off like I got my whole life in those comments I'm trying to find it real quick right now. Because, like, I, I was trying to support it when I heard it. I was like, damn. And then, you know, um, I think I think she, did she throw in um, 
old girl from Blackish Two in that video? I don't know if she. I did. think she mentioned her. I do think she mentioned. I'm pretty her. sure she did because that was the all the talk this week with Tracy Ellis Ross, and I love Tracy. So but, do what you got to do, girl, to but, get your coin. Yeah, Tracy Ellis Ross should get more <laughs> yes. money, but not to be funny. Like everybody is already saying, Anthony Anderson he is, the is executive, executive producer. producer. He was uh, one of the people who helped create the show. Yeah, but so, I definitely I mean, think if it's that much of a difference, they should give her some kind of pay increase. I'm not saying you got to pay her the exact same amount, mm-hmm. but it should be something. Cause she is a you know a staple on the show. So somebody, so some of these questions I had to look it up on Facebook. The comments, yeah, some of the questions uh, comments on Facebook from Monique's video. One girl was like, "Sorry, Mo, I can't do it. Netflix keeps snapping, uh, keeps me from snapping on people at work." Mm-hmm. Uh, another oh, person was like, watching. "I love you, Mo, but you still rich, and my broke ass still on the third <laughs> seasons of Narcos." I'm telling you. Another person was like, uh, uh, "Hold on." Somebody was like, "I get what she's saying. Amy Schumer is trash, but Dave Chappelle is more funny than Bo. But I keep." Um, but I'm keeping my account. She not serious, girl. Bye. I love I love my Netflix. Fuck you, girl. Bye. I'm not boycotting Netflix <laughs> about your money, bitch. What the fuck you talking about? I mean, five hundred thousand. And then another girl was like, "They just took money out of my damn bank account. I ain't gonna do it at this point in time. They just took that uh, monthly subscription. So that shit is crazy, man. Exactly. I actually want to just go ahead. This podcast ain't got to be super duper long. We just came on here to really talk about a few things, updates, a few things. But to get to the situation at hand, are you presenting this or am I presenting this? I think we're both gonna present it. I think you're going to lead us into it. You I'm want me to lead us into it. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to do. I think the biggest, I mean, it's, it's so many things you can go wrong. You know, a lot of times the dopest thing is like, you know, we always hear people being like, hey, man, um, y'all, the couple, y'all, the couple we like, you know, goals, y'all doing this, y'all building this, y'all yeah. building that, this and that. And it's the like. Power couple. Yeah. Black power couple. Yeah. And it's like, that's yeah. pressure. It is. That's pressure, it's man. And I be like, damn, y'all be, I, and, and you know, like, I know one of my homegirls is like, y'all are goals when we posted a picture um, after Chicago. Oh, and yeah. I was like, damn. And it's like, that, y'all goals, y'all goals, you know, just the way y'all move, the way you and always giving us shout outs. We're whatever, just living whatever. our lives. So yeah. we're not even thinking about being, being anybody's goals. Like, we're we just, just trying, trying to make, make sure we accomplish our goals. Yeah. <laughs> So that's weird when people say that. And it's, it's flattering, but it's weird. And especially when you hear from like you got a homegirl that's always like champion, you know, champion in the race, the relationship. Yeah. And it's like, man, that's dope. And, and it's, it's almost like, like, uh, like a make or break type situation. Yeah. And people make, and it's like, I don't know. It's almost like people look at you and be like, you're perfect. And it always <sighs> makes me think about somebody like I always say, like people like Kevin Hart and you know, and like The Rock and mm-hmm. people like uh, LL Cool J. And people like who've been no in a relationship. Room for error when yeah. You're in the spotlight. When you're in the spotlight, and when people break up, you you know, people and who we are fans of those people. The, like we ain't on no level. No, so. I ain't even stepped up on the, on the level. <laughs> I know a lot of people out there think we leveling up. I was having a conversation. I mean, we with you. leveling up, but yeah, it's not. You know, it's just tough because I know I was talking to you yesterday, and I was like, I saw this one podcast, and I was like, they got ten thousand followers. Mm-hmm. But what are they talking about though? That's the difference. Yeah, and I, it, I, I won't people, say the name because it's nothing against this podcast. No, not at it's all. a great podcast. The the name of it is great and everything. Mm-hmm. But I was just looking at it, and I was like, okay, they're selling sex, so I know that's why yeah. they have a lot. And and you know. I feel like they're a good podcast from just based off some of the people they've had on the podcast, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. I like some of the people they've even had on the podcast. But I was just like, why? It wasn't even about the podcast. It was just about numbers because you try not to be so numbers driven when it comes mm-hmm. to social media, when it comes to things that you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can't help it when you sit back and you be like, oh, like right now it's like, oh, we got 740 some followers, but 
And that's just on one platform. Yeah, but we're averaging over 3,000 listens, Mm -hmm. you know, and listeners a month. And that's where it counts because that's what's putting money in your bank account. It is. It is. I think in a grand scheme of things, I always try to tell you not to be so focused on the numbers. Now, granted, as a business, you do have to watch the numbers. And that's what I was about to say. From an optics, from a business standpoint, that's what they're looking at. When we try to get these venues and say, hey, we want to be in this venue. We're trying to do another Martin Trivia Live. We're trying to do uh, the realities, anniversaries, and stuff like that. This time around. Yeah, I know. But, you know, just times that we have had mm-hmm. it. It was based off the numbers. You of know course. what I'm saying? Just like when we did the House of Blues, when we was able to send them and show them that we had a full house plus 35 th- mm-hmm. for 3,500 on the waiting list, like numbers matter. Yeah. You know, but to get back to the point we were talking about, it, it, it could be difficult, you know, having a lot of pressure on you talking about relationships and stuff like that. So we basically came on the podcast to talk about this stuff um, and address yeah, the issues dive in deep hand. into our relationship today and our relationship status. Do we start with the status? I think we kind of have to start with the status. I think we already have, because by saying that, people are like, damn, they broke up. Yeah, we did. And what's so crazy (laughs) is we actually broke up on the best, like, one of the best nights of both of our lives. Like, we broke up on the night of the Martin Trivia event The first one that we actually did. Yeah. The very first one here in Dallas. Yeah, so for everybody who came out and, like, just saw it or whatever, like... (laughs) We were were together at the event. We broke up. After the event, two o'clock in the morning, and it's so crazy because it was a great night, but it was just one of those things where we had been drinking. We had been drinking. Um, I almost got into it at the club with the guy, so my temple was already fucked off. Yeah, and then being in the club, period. Like I don't like you don't like it, and I kind of regret now looking back at it. Because I, I even said that night before like, we left. Wanted, I was like, I said, I want to go home. I was yeah. like, I don't want to do the club. I was like, this ain't my thing. You know, and you was like, with well, Jason in Midtown. But me supporting you. Yeah, you was like, I Jason was like, in Midtown. You know, it's a big thing. This. It's a big success. Like, you need to go out and celebrate off. with these people. Yeah, yeah, we just pulled off a major thing. And so I just wanted to show my support. And you know me. Like, I don't trip. We go to the club. I know it's going to be women, you know, attracted to you. It's going to be guys looking at me. But I don't trip like that. Yeah. So I was just thinking we was going to go to the club. We was going to have a good time. Yeah. Didn't know that you were going to potentially get into a fight. Your mood was going to be fucked off. We got home. I mean, we even had a great ride home. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's did. what's so fucked up. Yeah. When I think about it, I don't even remember, like, why yeah. it things escalated the way that they like, did. why? I know. My hood coming out. I ain't together. I, I, I'm single out just here in these streets. Cr- just don't cry. No, I'm not going to cry. Okay, I'm past that point. That's why we're able to talk about it now because... I've, we've been wanting to talk about it for yeah, a couple been, of weeks. I mean, but, it's been know. almost three months. Yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, I don't even remember... That's a, that's a, a fourth of a fiscal year. <laughs> and it feels like ten times longer from my point of view. But um, I don't even remember why we broke up. I just know we broke up on one of the biggest nights of our lives. And it's been um, for the people that did know that yeah. were closest to us. Yeah, we told some of the people. We yeah, did they're know. and they're like, "Well, y'all still moving like y'all ain't missed the beat." Because we professional, nigga. Prof- well, I think aside from being professional, we were friends first. So it's never a situation where I'm just gonna be like, "Oh, fuck him," you know. He don't want me no more. We're not together. So screw him and everything that we. Nah. And that's why people still look at us and say goals. I guess so. Hey. We, we able to handle it <laughs> <clears throat> and move the way we move. So, some people may want to know why we broke up. I, I mean, for me, I feel like it's anything, like anything. Mm-hmm. You don't break up over one thing. No, it was a build up. It I mean, build- we were together for six years. Yeah, and it was a build up of things. Um, I cried that night. I'm not, and I'm not a crier. No, you're not. It I'm broke my heart. Yeah, I'm, I'm I was not crying a crier. too. <laughs> so- 
And I was just like, damn, like six years. And I'm like, I, I didn't get a kid out of the deal. Yeah. You know, we, and, and like I told you the other day, I was like, damn, I didn't ever expect to see myself at 35 mm-hmm. and no kids, no home with a woman I love. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, and I know for you, you thought, oh, this nigga just supposed to get to these streets and get to the business at hand. Well, yeah. But for I me, mean, it's still a processing thing, too. But I just process things differently. You know, and then it's like people still asking about you and talking about you. And oh, God. We tell watch, me about we, it. We watch shows together. And so it's like certain shows I don't really watch because I'm like, I, I got I was used to watching the motherfucking shows with you. Yeah. So it's just different. I remember I think when me and you were friends, I told you about when I was with Robin. Mm-hmm. I used to love um, CSI Miami. Now me you don't even watch it. Me and her used to watch it all the time. But it was like I never watched CSI Miami again because when we broke up, she moved to Florida to be with the dude she cheated on me with. Mm-hmm. Well, so, thankfully, I still get to come over here. Yeah, One we still day a hang week. out. We still <laughs> so hang out. So we can out. catch up on all our shows. <laughs> we still hang out. Yeah, we do. But I... I mean, it's been difficult, though. Yeah. Well, I say for me, because you're more... Um, you're not as emotionally vulnerable... Hand me that pillow over there. ...as I am. So... That's why I say it's been super difficult for me. Um and it, it was hard for me because I know when 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 I broke up when I broke up with you I was like okay yeah you know, he dumped my ass y'all anyway so <laughs> when it happened even I know like the next couple of days I called my mom and I was like damn mom you know I was like I want to call her and check on her and mom was like if you made the decision you just need to let it be for what it is for right now I was like all right but that was the hard part for me because it was like I felt like I, when we were together I felt like it was my job to protect you and I think that's to protect what hurt your me emotions the most. and everything I think that's what hurt me the most because. With you not doing that, like, I understand why you didn't do it. Yeah. But because we were friends first and because I do value our friendship, to me, I looked at it like, damn, this nigga ain't even going to be my friend. Well, we because friends. I was still, you know. But it just can't. I mean, like I said, it was a whole bunch of stuff. And let's tell them what kind of prompted us to go ahead and talk about it because we had been wanting to talk about this for weeks. I mean, yeah. a mu- over a month We kind of both were going back and forth about it. I think when I finally decided to say, you know what, it is what it is, let's talk about it. You said you didn't want to talk about it because you already... It wasn't so much that I thought you was going to be out in these streets or whatever, yeah. but you get a lot of attention from females. Okay. So you was like, I don't know if I really want to open up that door. Yeah, I didn't, and I still don't. That was, my, that was why I was hesitant in the first place because I was like... I already have people that be, you know, reaching yeah, out to me trying it. and whatever. So it's like on the low, low. I just didn't want it to be, you know, I just didn't want it to be more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for me, it was. I felt like I had to do something for me, for myself. Yeah. Because I feel like for six years, I took care of you. I looked out for you, and mm-hmm. you know, and you held me down too the last couple of years. You know, when I've been going through like getting the business started, paying off the credit cards. Yeah, and cards, it was a lot. And, and I that. think that partially took a toll on the relationship as well. Yeah, it's just even it, though we worked great together, it just took its toll. And then a lot of times for me, you know, I felt like it was times where I wanted to leave or I needed a break. Because I mean, I would say if, if it's six years, like it's six years, six years, all those weekends, we probably, out of six years, we probably spent two to three weekends apart. Mm-hmm. Out of six years. Now, granted, that wasn't by design because it wasn't a thing where I had to like. No, you didn't clamp me down was, and make no, me be like, it, "Oh yeah, so we enjoy that out there." Yeah, we enjoy spending time together, and then it was one of those so things. So we that always just ended up consistent. hanging out together. Yeah. So for me, it was like when it was those times where I felt like, "Hey, I need a break," or I would ask you, "Hey, I need a break. Let's take mm-hmm. a break. Let me get a break. Whatever, whatever." You always fought so hard to keep it together. Yeah, because I didn't necessarily believe in breaks. To me, um, I think you can take, you can have space. In a relationship, but when you to me, when you say I'm gonna take a break, 
like to me if it would be better if you say i need some space or i need some time alone and it would be the times where you say hey i'm gonna take this weekend to myself yeah. but because we were so used to hanging out with each other like you would make plans you would tell me about your plans i would make plans i would tell you about my plans but somehow you would call me and be like i don't think i'm gonna go do that you want to come over here you want to hang out yeah. and we just fell into that yeah so i don't know man and then it's funny because like some of the people that i did tell they was like so what you gonna do and i'm like i don't know all I know is I got to make sure whatever I'm doing is for me now because I felt like that was just like you sacrificed for me. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things I sacrificed and I felt like, you know what, I can't keep sacrificing these things because these things to, for me, it, it's a need, mm-hmm. you know. But like I said, this we wanted to talk about this more so this weekend because of we were listening to uh, the Casey Crew podcast. Yeah. And they were getting real graphic about some things that went bad in their relationships mm-hmm. and things that they could have worked on. And it made us kind of reflect on us. Yeah. You know, you, you you hit me up one morning and you was like, hey, listen to this episode of the Casey crew. Tell me if this is how you felt. Mm-hmm. And and you came to me because of. I think they had a part on there where um, she was telling him how she felt in certain situations. Like when they would get into it, certain things that he would say and certain things that he would do. And she kind of felt like he he thought that he had this power or control over her. And I, and I just wanted to know, like, is that how you felt about me? Because a lot of times, like, I'm naturally laid back. Um, and I did bite my tongue about a lot of things just because of the type of person that you were. And I never wanted you to feel like I was trying to keep you from being who you were. So in that moment when I heard it, I just wanted to know if you felt like that. Because that was a lot of the, um, the I guess, the flack that I called to in the relationship was, oh, how can she just let him say, you know, do these things and say what he wants? And it, it's not like you were running me in the ground. No. But to other women, it was like, oh, he's doing stuff that I wouldn't even actually, you know, he would never be able to do that with me. And so that's the thing. You motherfuckers always talking about what a nigga wouldn't be able to do. Y'all don't control a nigga. Yeah. If you get a hand-pecked man, then yes, you can control a hand-pecked man. And who wants a hand-pecked man? But you cannot control a motherfucker like me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You you just can't. Like, if I love you and I respect you, I'm just going to do right by mm-hmm. you. You're not going to make me do shit. And I think that's what attracted to me, me to you even more because I was think, I think we were talking earlier and I told you, I said, when I first met you, I was attracted to you off top. Yeah. But I kind of felt like the way you carried yourself, you could have been a womanizer. You always had hoes, you know. Girls was always whatever. Always had women. Hoes. Women. Um, I'm going to say hoes. One or two hoes. Majority <laughs> women. I'm going to roll with hoes. I'm sticking to hoes. Um, so these women were always around you. And I just was like, I don't know if I really want to take that on. And I think you told a story about another girl you really wanted to get it with. But she was like, no, nah, you got too many women. But I was like, oh, yeah. why would I want to? Why would I take the chance of missing out on somebody? That, and you showed me who you were. Like, yeah. you are a great guy. Well, thank you. Shut up. <laughs> so... I think <laughs> you just made me forget my point with that whole thing. <laughs> well, while we taking that little praise break, shout out to the people who did see the ad from Black Detour and then decided to follow us on Instagram and all forms of social media and even listen to the podcast and respond and email us and let us know, hey, did they like the podcast? We appreciate you, man. Tell somebody, tell somebody. Word of mouth is still the number one marketing tool. It is. So... You gonna you can get it how you live. Um, far as a breakup, um, from my perspective, 
um, I felt like the fact that I did want to take take a break sometimes mm-hmm. and not being allowed that break or something. You know, I remember I would tell I told one of my homegirls I was like, she won't let me leave, and it was like, what do you mean she won't let you leave? And I was like, not like she won't let me yeah, leave, but it was thing. one of those things to where like you, you I hate it when you cried. Mm-hmm. And it was like when I would try to break up with you, or one of the times I've tried to break up with you prior, it was like you would cry, and you you're a fighter. I am a fighter. So you would fight for the relationship, and in my head, as I'm trying to break up with you, you're like, "Hey, we could work this out. This is how we could do. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you want me to do. Let's talk about this. You know, I can tell you what I need. Blah 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 blah." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Okay, how do you just continue to walk away from somebody who's fighting this fucking hard?" Yeah. But it got to a point where I was like, <clears throat> after the second or third attempt of trying to to break up, I started to resent you. Mm-hmm. It was a brief moment where I was like, <clears throat> "Oh, and I felt it." I mean, we went through. A, I think we went through a rough patch around like year four, mm-hmm. where I really kind of felt like you did resent me. Um, but like I said, I just strongly never believed in Excuse breakups, yeah. and like, and because you are such a strong personality, the way that I looked at it was even the times when it was really bad, and I said, "Okay, I'm just gonna fall back," not necessarily call it a break. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm going to fall back. But you always reached out to me. You always continued to make me feel a certain way. So to me, I'm thinking, if he really wanted to leave, he would be gone. Yeah. But because you didn't, I was like, okay, he's here. Like, that was hope for me. Yeah. So that's why I continue to fight so hard. Because <clears throat> you are, like, who you are. So mm-hmm. can't nobody make you do nothing. Yeah. It's difficult, though. And then I even even since I've been single, you know, I've had the options <clears throat> for women. But it's like... I still, I, I mean, honestly, I still be like, am I supposed to be with Artesia? Mm-hmm. Like, because you are a good woman. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this is my turn to say thank you. Yeah, and I do <laughs> love you, and I do still care for you, but in the bigger scheme of things, I'm not sure of where I am right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with And I us, think you have a lot on your plate anyways that you need to figure out life-wise. Yeah. And that was one of the things, I think that was one of the biggest disconnects with us because whenever I talked to somebody that I was close to, I'd always say he is, like, I'm more um, settled in life than you are. Not settling for less, but my my spirit has always been settled. I know what I want to do. I know what I'm doing. I know what my plan is. Whereas you, it's like you now have a plan, you know, with the podcast and everything you're trying to do. But you could be, you could get a call from San Diego tomorrow and be like, I'm moving. Yeah. Because that's just who you are. Yeah. And so a lot of the relationship was me trying not to make you feel like I wanted to chain you down. Yeah. But I, I definitely wanted to be with you. But it's been it's been difficult. And it's funny because, like you said, I do have a lot on my shoulders. And I was telling you the other day because I heard you mention, you was like, you know, since we've been broken up, my phone don't ring. You know, and you was like, when we do hang out, your phone always going off. <laughs> and I was telling you and I said, I was like. Now, granted, that, it's not ringing because I choose for it not to ring. Don't think that I'm yeah, just yeah, over yeah. here. You dusty. Like, because yeah. I ain't no dusty one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> But it's like, I was telling you, and I was like, you know, I feel like I'm a leader in life. I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm a leader in life. I am a leader in life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, to be a leader, like I told you, I was like, you know how many people call me dropping their problems on my shoulder? <laughs> dropping Truth their me. issues on my plate? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Not to be funny, with the people who follow the podcast, with what's going on with me and my brother and stuff, him mm-hmm. still not talking to my mother, like, that's more on my plate. Mm-hmm. You know, even my mom called me the other day, and she's like, I know I call you a lot because I used to call Jermaine in the morning. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and she was like, but... And you're not that, you're not that person. I'm like, not you, the emotional yeah, person. My brother not. is more of an emotional person. Mm -hmm. So she was like, I know I've been getting on your nerves calling you. I know I call you in the morning. I call you at lunch. I call you when I'm getting off work. I call mm -hmm. you when I'm going into my second job. I call you when I'm leaving my second job. She's like, but you always answer. And I just want to let you know you mm -hmm. are one of my best friends. I give you credit for that. You do always answer, but you yeah. make a motherfucker feel like they bothering the shit out of you when I you do. I can't help it. I be tired, man. And, it's, and that, was, that was also, for me, going back to, I think you were talking about what went wrong. Yeah. For me, that was one of the biggest things as well was the emotional availability because mm -hmm. that's like my number one thing. So, I don't know. <laughs> it's funny because the things that I need, it's like, it makes me wonder if I have a problem. I don't even know if we want to, I want to dive into yeah, that. Yeah, I don't, I, I definitely, I'm not going to go that deep. Okay. Um, right. Just, you know, I'm not going to go that deep. But there but are things that I wouldn't we're, say we're it's necessarily a problem. Yeah. I just think, yeah. <laughs> so, but here we are. <laughs> I don't think it's really too much else to talk about, but I mean, we, we both wanted to address us being um, single now. Yeah, because I kind of felt like it was at the point, because like you said, people contact me and they're like, oh, how's so all Anthony? y'all niggas who've been trying to shoot y'all shot, y'all can shoot them now. Oh, my God. I don't... Oh, they must going to appear out of thin air. Okay. <laughs> but, um... That <laughs> <laughs> laugh said it all. Anyways, mm -hmm. so I think with people reaching out to me and like, oh, how's Anthony? How are you and Anthony? Mm -hmm. Or people are still inviting us to event. Yeah. Oh, I want you and Anthony to come through. And it's... Yeah. It, I mean, it's still me and Anthony because we are a team. Yeah. But it's not me and Anthony, like... Because I know one of my homegirls, they was like, you went... Y'all went to Chicago together and y'all broke up? I was like, yeah. Yeah. We didn't have no sex. Not in Chicago. So. I was trying to stand my ground. I got to not get caught up. But I was just like, you know, <laughs> but but we still had a good time. Yeah, we always and, have a good time. And I think the thing that's crazy, because one of your homegirls, uh, we did a podcast after she found out that we weren't together anymore. And when she listened to the podcast, she was like, y'all are so professional. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she was like, oh, my God. She was like, bitch, I just want to be like you when I grow up. She was like, because I would not be able to sit through that. <laughs> <laughs> and it ma and things like that make me feel good because oh, it's like I know who I am. Yeah. And I yeah, and yeah. not everybody can do that. I nah, know I'm man. a rare find. So, yeah. you know, do I hate that we weren't able to keep building and growing together? I really do. But I know I'm a rare find and I know that eventually you when are. the time is right, whoever I'm supposed to be with, I'll be with them. And it's so funny because, like, the whole time I've been trying to figure things out, I was like, damn, do I go back because I don't want to lose her and get somebody else? But I'm like, I got to do this for me. Yeah. And and, and if I if, if you're not there or if we ain't together again, then it's a risk I took. But if me taking that risk is me being happier than I was before, mm -hmm. then it was worth the risk. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't that I wasn't happy with you. Mm -hmm. But like I told you, like, we, I'm 35. We've been together since... I was 20, we started talking at 28, but we really didn't make it serious to like 30. Mm -hmm. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's been, been a, a long, long time. time. So it's like, I'm a whole, I'm a whole new nigga now. And things have changed. Like everything is different. Um, I will say like the couple of times. I wasn't that, eating booty hole when I met you. <laughs> I do now. <laughs> I'm a different okay. man. I feel like Dave Chappelle, I'm, I'm a different man. Yes. 
but think I mean times have changed people are different you know the times that people have approached me since we have been apart that's why it's so easy for me to stand my ground and yeah. say you know I'm, I'm I know for sure I'm not gonna be talking to anybody I'm not looking to jump into anything serious yeah. um, me neither. just because the people that have approached me mm. it's just like it's so full of shit like I don't have time to get caught but, up in I that. mean it's just as bad for women I mean women man women wishy-washy I don't know. Men just seem to have shit, it like easier what's happening to, to Aziz and sorry. Like you don't know, if motherfucking gonna say I'm you yeah. raped them because they had a shitty night. Yeah, I mean you I mean, just don't true. fucking know. Y'all have to be careful, but I don't know if y'all always think with your heads instead of your dickheads. That's the part. You got to make sure you got to know what you're doing before that even happens. Yeah. If you see it coming, you got to clamp down and start thinking. Because mm-hmm. if you if the dick get a, if the dick start if his radar start tuning in, mm-hmm. it's kind of just difficult. It's difficult. <sighs> well, you know, I'm a demonic rake, so you know, I I, I can I'm good. I'm at so glad my ways. that you are pointing this out now that I, I uh, took your ways. book, yeah. read it, what book? and pointed it, it out It was by to you. Robert Greene, the, the the art of seduction. The art of seduction. You didn't. You read the first couple of pages. Um, you ain't got to do that. You <laughs> don't more... have to do that. You don't have to do that. I'm not trying to be. Funny. I have a lot of books here that I you try. Really do. I, I kind of pick and choose through what I want to read. You kind of scam fin- through. Yeah, and I don't and you're finish missing books. So many, so many gems in the process yeah. of you scamming through. Well, I think I'm about to go back to. I think I'm just go back and get my project manager certification, and then I think I'm going to start going and get my MBA in the fall. You should. Or go back to get my MBA. So you should. Might as well. I ain't got shit else to do. So I need nigga need to start reading more. Yeah, you I ain't should. got no friends. Okay. This is going somewhere totally different. I'm just saying, you know, I, you know, I, I got people who want to be around me. You know what's you know, so sad though? Speaking of friends, this whole breakup has really shown me who my real friends are. I'm your friend. You are my friend. Like we still talk. Like that's the thing, and that's that's part of what makes the breakup kind of difficult. I will never let you fall. Oh my god! But that's what really made the breakup difficult in the beginning because I mean, you are one of my best friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like I still. You know, if something happens, I'm still gonna call you and talk to you like, like yes, like nothing changed, even though I know we're not together. But the breakup itself actually showed me who my real friends are. Like some of my best friends, um, and we've been best friends since like middle school, high school. But they Did just I haven't manip- been there. Did you ever feel like I manipulated you when we was together? Um, I think yes. I will have to be honest and say yes, I did. Because I'm a very nice person. Now, I'm not naive. A lot of times I felt certain things, but I didn't harp on them. <coughs> because, I, I mani- but how did I manipulate you, though? You talk your ass off. You got a good mouthpiece. But what the... <coughs> you got a good mouthpiece. And I think you you want what you want when you want it. So I think a lot of... Ain't time, that everybody, though? No, it is. And I'm not saying that you man, you manipulated me in a bad way. I'm just saying I think you know how to talk your talk to have things go your way. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I do that, too. Hmm. Well, for all the people who was wondering, because I know a lot of people did start wondering, because people was like, you ain't saying your girlfriend on the podcast no more. Yeah. You're saying Artesia. Mm-hmm. What is that about? My ace. <laughs> and I'm like, hey man, what you talking about? And if you smart, you, yeah, you pick up on what it. What you talking about, man? And like, no, you ain't. You been saying your girlfriend. Like, and wait a minute. So did you have somebody come and bring that? Because I I mentioned that to you. You was like, ain't nobody thinking like that. So you had somebody say that to you. Huh? Proves I was right. 
I don't be thinking people paying that much attention. No, people pay attention, and especially if it's something that push your mic up. Especially, it keeps sliding down because you ain't doing it right. But okay, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> oh, you want to go there? We could go. No, we're not I, gonna go there because yeah, I already knew what you was. I know where you're going. You, what? We could go there. What you talking about? I don't know. But I don't, I don't know what you talking about. Yeah, the holistic uh, diet that I'm partaking in right now. <laughs> My mind is wide open. Yeah. I need to join the train. Um, I don't even know what was I saying before you started being funny. I don't know, but I'm sure people are wondering what's the possibility of us getting back together. Yeah, I was wondering that too for the first <laughs> for the first couple of because it's one of those things where it was like we were both in the heat of the moment, the night of the breakup. Like my bar would be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> It's so crazy because we were both in the heat of the moment, the night of the breakup, and I knew it was real because that night after I left your apartment, um, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Your your ass had literally deleted me from everything, and I said, "This motherfucker." Petty, baby. <laughs> yeah, you was petty. You was in your feelings for real because you literally asked me from Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, like. I, I went. People take Facebook serious, y'all. <laughs> Don't delete for a me, nigga from Facebook. For me, I was just like. That's like slapping a nigga and saying, ah, I challenge you. <laughs> for me, I was just like, damn, for real? <laughs> but even in that moment, I was like, you know what? We just both need to take some time and we're going to get back on track. Okay, that was week one, week two, week three. Week four. You know the hardest part about breaking up is like when we would talk and you would be crying when you were talking to me. I couldn't help it. And then when you were crying, I, it was like inside of me, I was like, God, I want to comfort her so bad. It's so bad to make sure she's okay. But on the other end, what you was getting was, I don't care about your tears, yeah. man. I, don't know like, why I ain't you, got shit to say. I'm getting off the phone. I don't got nothing to say. I don't know what the fuck you even crying for. This what the shit fuck you crying nothing. for? This I'm getting off the phone. You know what I'm saying? This ain't got nothing to do with me, yo. Why the fuck you on the phone crying like that? I'm up here trying to live, and, and you know like, I'm smoking a blunt, I'm chilling, you know, I'm watching TV. And the whole other thing on the inside, I was like, "Oh man, she sounds so sad, man. I hope she's okay." You know. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're sharing this now because in that moment, yeah. I was like, "This motherfucker." Like when Martin, like when Martin called uh, Cole from prison, and he was like, "Cole, I would never leave you. <laughs> I would never leave you out here. I'm scared. I'm so scared." <laughs> Oh yeah, but it's like yeah, I felt I felt bad for you, but it was like I was like, but I, I didn't want you to come back just because yeah. you felt bad for me. I wanted you like, and I think that's been the whole thing, even with as long as it's been, because even after we broke up, you was like, I don't know if I'm coming back. I, you know, part of me wants to, part of me doesn't. So it was like, of course, granted, I was holding out hope. I was like, oh, he'll come back. You know, I, I know I'm not whatever, but I'm. I'm so what do you got to say? I'm gonna pay devil's advocate. What about the bitches out there who probably listening? Like, bitch, you should leave. Well, I don't just take, like that. I don't Bitch, take that into consideration. You should leave. I don't take that into consideration because I've had people close to me say that. Mm-hmm. And to me, if I can't look at your life and see the the progression or the value in the advice that you're giving me, I don't take that. I have to do what's best for me. So now, you know, I had to process the breakup. Um, I choose to still be your friend i choose to still hang out with you do i believe that the breakup is real now yes i do am i you know allowing myself to act as such yes i am 
And that's not to say that I'm just like out here in the streets, you know, getting numbers or whatever else, but it's a mindset. I mean, once you've been with somebody for, I was married for five years. And I think I told you this the other day, I said, it almost feels like if we weren't, you know, such good friends, it yeah. would feel like going through another divorce. Yeah. And I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry for whatever I did or whatever I didn't do. I just felt like at this point in time, timing is everything. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like at this point in time, and I, I remember the first couple of weeks when you kept trying to be like, hey, we should be back together. I, you know, I just want you back and I want you to be here. And I always tell you, I was like, don't ever beg. And you was like, I'm not trying well, to I beg. Well, I wasn't, no, I, I wasn't I know begging. that wasn't your intent, but if you're asking consistently and you're always whatever, it can come off as that. And you are a strong woman and I respect yeah. you as such. And I told you, I was like, don't act a way that you wouldn't tell your daughter to act. Yeah, and I think that was the biggest wake-up for me because I think the thing that I struggle with... Because I love you too much and I respect you too much. Yeah, the thing that I struggle with the most, like, I definitely wasn't begging, but I grew up in a single-parent household. I was raised by my mom. She raised me to be very strong, very independent, and she raised me to be guarded with my feelings. Like, so for me, I struggle with the balance of, okay, how guarded am I going to be and how much can I let this person know that I really want want them in my life? So that's what I was doing when I was telling you, like, let's fix this shit. Like we've come too far to let this go. Like yeah. let's fix it. Yeah. It's not begging. That's just being honest. Yeah, pretty eyes. Okay, thank you. As you flirt with me on the podcast, no, this is what this is the type of shit that makes this difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just kind of looking. I know I'm a little inebriated, but yeah, just, this, yeah. yeah, this is gonna be real hard. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get the fuck up out of here after this. <laughs> So, so I think that's what I struggle with the most is balancing, yeah. you know, the way that I was raised yeah. and actually letting you know that yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. And that's why I fight so hard or I fought so hard. Yeah. So the demonic rake, you're going to tell them what a demonic rake is. You brought this to me. I'll let you get the book, uh, Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. You definitely should go pick up this book. Yeah, you should. Um, you know, I had to, I wanted to read the book. I, hell, I'm single now. I need to pick up some tips. What and I you mean? dove right into it. I gave you a lot of tips when we was together. A no, lot. you did give me tips and I did implement those. Um, yeah, but timing is everything. So, so the demonic rake. Yeah, tell me about it. You got the, the book right there. I don't know if you want to open it up like a Bible and we have Bible study real quick. No. No. <laughs> okay. I'm just trying to make sure. But basically. Because you brought this to me. You was like, oh my God, thank you for letting me use this book. You are a demonic rake. And I was like, well, I already knew I was a rake. And yeah. what this is, it's certain levels of seduction that they have. It's mm-hmm. a rake. It's a siren. Yeah. I'm a, I would consider myself to be a mix of the siren and the ideal lover. Okay. Um, but for you, I mean, it's just the rake in general. There's two different categories. There's the ardent rake and there's the demonic rake. And I found qualities of you in both of them, which basically just says that you have a strong um, desire for women, yes. many different women. That's very um, true. You have a mouthpiece. You use your words to get what you want Grazie, out of certain Grazie. situations, Grazie. which is very true. Si. Um, and women, are, it's easy for women to fall under your spell. Mm. Yeah, your spell of seduction. And then I think one of the points that they made was um, somebody way back when was caught under the spell of a rake and they never could recall what he said exactly because he never said anything concrete but it was always just about the way that it made him feel you never said anything concrete never but and even that's why I said even in the moments where you said oh I wanted to take a break or oh I wanted to break up with you before the six years Uh but it wasn't concrete and you always made me feel a certain I would go off how you made me feel Mm -hmm. 
So what I'm supposed to do? Treat you like shit? It's funny that no. you say that because I remember having this girl. It was this Hispanic chick that you know what I'm saying. I never fucked her. You know what I'm saying? We kissed once, and um, we were gonna have a situation of a negotiation about how we were gonna situation be safe. Situation of, of a, a negotiation. negotiation. Okay. It just rhymes, so I just roll with it. <laughs> Continue. And um, but we had a negotiation, a situation of a negotiation. That may be the name of the podcast. Okay. We had a situation of a negotiation where we were discussing being fuck buddies, the terms of it. Mm-hmm. And as we talked, she was like, you know, I've hung out with you a couple of times. She was like, I couldn't, I can't be a fuck buddy with you. And I was like, why not? And she's like, I can't. She's like, you're the type of nigga that will have sex. It'll be good. And then you're not going to be like a normal dude and rush me out of here. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're going to allow me to lay on the couch with you and watch TV with you. You're going to allow me to lay on you. You're going to be nice to me. You may even let me spend the night and cook yep. breakfast in the morning. She's like, and then I'm going to end up falling for you mm-hmm. when I'm only supposed to be fucking you. Yeah. She's like, so I pass. Mm-hmm. And we literally never fucked because of that. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't want no parts of that. And that's exactly why we didn't have sex in Chicago. I also had a homegirl. Because I can't that, go back down that road. I had a homegirl that was like, she's like, I told one of my homegirls about you and I showed her a picture. And she's like, stay away from him, girl. Mm-hmm. He looked like the type of person that will want you, mm-hmm. but he won't want you. Huh. And I Trust said, me, I know all about that. What? The, like the Come feeling, on, because, because... Y'all made me sound like some kind of savage. No, right you, I mean, <laughs> if anybody takes the time to get to know you, you are not a savage, but that's just who you are. And I know all How about the feeling. How am I not just a savage, but that's just who no, I am? No, it's who it's certain qualities about you. So what I'm saying is, when I say I know about the feeling of you wanting me, but not wanting me, mm-hmm. and that, that goes back to the emotional availability part that was so big for me in yeah. the relationship that didn't really, you know, progress the way that I thought it should. But... I knew you loved me. I knew you cared about me. And I knew you wanted to be with me. I knew you wanted to spend time with me. Mm-hmm. But in the moments where I really needed to feel that, I didn't. Yeah. And that was because you are, you have such a strong personality and you're so guarded, like, with your emotions. And you don't really share them easily. Yeah. I didn't feel it. Well, I'm sorry for that. Thank you. So, man, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Before we wrap it up, it's, it's been some good TV, y'all. Yes. It's been some real good TV, y'all. I'm a T. I would like to consider myself like a television buff. Mm-hmm. So if you have time, check out 911 on Fox. Yes, that Angela is ama- That's an amazing show. And uh, what's the Rockman, Rockman Dunbar? Yes. Yeah, the, you know. So I'm always there when it's a good black cast. Um, Chicago Fire and Chicago PD, two great shows. You definitely ought to check out. Mm-hmm. They've been on for about four seasons now. But excuse me. The season just started back up again, and it's going pretty good. Then the shy, I think that's on Showtime with Cumming, yes. uh, produced by Cumming and Le- Lean Away. Lean Away, yes. yeah. So you definitely want to check that out. And the Alienist, I think that's going to be on TNT. Starts I haven't on, seen that one. on uh, Monday. It's not on yet. It no, I'm saying out. I haven't seen any previews. On yeah, either. it's kind of. It looks. It's like Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmesy-ish. Okay. Then if that's the case, I'll like it. But yeah. I'm going to let you have that show to yourself because we don't need another show to watch together. Yeah. yeah Not at this point. Yeah. So let us know, man. If you got some shows you like or you think we should be watching, man, email us at info at the reality is. Um, also, don't forget that we added about four or five podcasts to the Roberts Media Group, Roberts Media Group platform. I told you I'm slowing <laughs> yeah, my words. It's time to wrap I it up. To get out of here. <laughs> So, you know, be sure to go check out those podcasts, man. That's the Tenderoni Podcast on the Roberts Media Group, Thrive 365, Sports Life Talk, 
Mind Over Matter podcast out of D.C., Two Shades of Grey out of Chicago and New York, and the Tenderoni and Thrive 365, those are um, the homie Jakeem out of Miami. So be sure to check out those podcasts. Some of those are up right now on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, and if you can't find them there, just go to Blog Talk Radio, and you can talk. Uh, uh, type in www.blogtalkradio forward slash Roberts Media Group, mm-hmm. and all of the podcasts are under um, our network or our program will be there at that point in time. Also, man, be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. Also, follow us at The Reality Is on Twitter, Instagram, and Anchor. Also, on Facebook, you can listen to the po- uh, previous podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, Listen Notes, and more. If you would like to be a guest on the show or you would like us to answer one of your questions from our perspective, be sure to email us at info at the reality is or call us and leave us a message at Four six nine three five one nine six eight one. I'm Have still checking it? those messages, so please be respectful. Okay. And we will be sure to answer the questions on upcoming episodes. We haven't done that in a while. We need to do it on the next episode. Um, answer some of these questions that people have been asking us and sending us. Um, one of these things that people have been asking was, the were we together? And yeah. we talked about that today. If you want to tell us how you feel about us not being together and what you think, if you want to bash my ass, I didn't cheat. No, you didn't. I think that was one of the first things when I told my friend. Yeah. Uh, she was like. One like you called me cheating. She and was say, devastated. Oh, yeah. And she was like, wait a minute. Did he mess up? And I was like, no. It was just, you know. Yeah. So. And I'm never going to have anything bad to say about you. Well, so. I do appreciate that. Yeah. That's good to know. I don't need my name being dragged through the mud in these streets. <laughs> so we hopefully, <clears throat> you know. We're still working together. We still got this shit coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still working on Martin Trivia Live for, Mar- uh, for March. Yeah, the um, beginning of March. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll be rolling that out shortly, the details. So that's what we're shooting for. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, me and Jason Gray from Chicago, we're working on the podcast together. So that'll be out sometime this year. Uh, what else we got going? It's a lot of stuff in the works. I mean, too much to talk about right now. Yeah, I think are, those are the highlights that we have. Yep, yeah. and the Roberts Media uh, Group website is coming soon. Mm-hmm. Shout um, out to Franklin Poster yeah. Boy Williams. And we were restocking the merchandise. Um, if you're in the Dallas area, we are looking for models to model some of the merchandise. We're going to do a photo shoot here soon. So you can email us at info at the reality is if you want to be a part of that as well. I think you should also put out a model call. Yeah, I should. Yeah. I may take some pictures. I haven't done it in a while. Mm -hmm. Maybe me and Poster Boy could do something. Get it popping again. Man, last but not least, be sure to leave us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on. As always, we don't care if it's a good review. We do not give a goddamn if it's a bad review. We just want to hear from you. Where can they find you at on social? I am all across social at No Artesia. That's K-N-O-W-A-R-T-E-S-I-A. And you can find me at Sir Robert Poe on Instagram. The reality is on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Anthony Roberts on Facebook. And, uh, man, like I always tell y'all, man, always remember the NL Curse to excel success. Hopefully 2018 is off to a better start for you guys than it has been for me. Mm-hmm. But the thing I've been telling people and the thing I've been living off of is positive energy right now. And I'm so – it seemed like – that was one thing that I used to always tell you when, when we, were we were together, together and yeah. now it's like you really hit your stride with it now that we're not together. But I'm I'm happy to see <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to see you flourishing in it nevertheless. Yeah. Yeah, it does feel good. That's good. Just being happy. Welcome no to matter my world. whether I'm broke or not. Whatever. yeah, I've been trying to get there for a while. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like I've passed over into like another universe like on Tron, the okay. movie. Yeah, I mean it started amazing. Yeah. So All right, man. Y'all be blessed. How we let it go, how we let it die It was something good
time is gonna lapse between when you actually decide you want to be back with me or if i'm coming back yeah but i feel like you'll want to at some point (laughs) (laughs) today on news four at four we're working for you an inside look at the local covid vaccine trial for kids what children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated today at 4 p.m on nbc4 tonight it's the voice live rounds and nick jonas wants his first win let's get this done who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here watch live and vote to save your face the voice live rounds tonight on nbc sweating in bed keeping you up at night whoa Get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple. The mattress, that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply. 